Hi guys, Izzy here. If you can hear this message, you have stumbled across season two of the Lost Gal podcast. We are back bigger and better than ever with season two. If you're feeling a little bit lost, a little bit like you need some guidance, some relatable content from a 24, 25 year old gal, then carry on listening and hopefully I can fulfill all your dreams and wishes and worries like like a fairy godmother. So carry on listening and thank you for spending your time listening to the Lost Gal podcast. Bye! Hi guys, welcome back to the Lost Gal podcast. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to the Lost Gal podcast. We are on episode two. Actually, I think it's like episode 20, 22, episode 22 of season two. And I am joined by your guys' favourite guest. I thought, let's get her back on. Let's get her back on early in season two so we can chat to you about some situations, some issues, because mm-hmm. I know you guys love having her on my podcast my podcasts where I have to be honest just generally podcasts when I have someone else although you're the only person that's been on my podcast Mm -hmm. and mum actually Mm -hmm. but um they always do the best when when I'm with you and I think it's just because it's always two perspectives two perspectives and it's also like I feel like I prefer doing like if I could I do my podcasts with someone else every single day every single week because I like having conversations with other people Mm -hmm. and as much as I like doing my podcast on my own I prefer having a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's much easier mm-hmm. to kind of spark debates. I mean, introduce you. You might not know who you are. Um, you yeah. If you don't listen, I'm Alice. I'm her sister. I've been on several podcasts, mainly yeah. about boys. Yeah, it's our forte. Yeah, here to solve your issues. I mean, at least try. Try to from our fucked up pasts that we've had. Well, but we yeah. we grow from them, we thrive from them. We do not dwell on the past, guys. Exactly. That is our motto. That is our mantra. Mm-hmm. How's it been going? I haven't seen you in a while. I have... Oh God, it's been messy. It's been messy. You know, I'm thinking. Of, I was thinking about dropping out of she uni was. at one point. It's she was. But I'm back on track. It's going dropping okay. out. No. No, I'm not. I've realised no. it's not the best idea. So tell the podcast, what were your reasonings? Why were you wanting to drop out? Because obviously a lot of people... I started my podcast on the topic of university. Because mm-hmm. my first podcast was post-uni depression. So I know there's a lot of listeners that are currently still at uni. So maybe someone might resonate with the way you're feeling. Tell people why you were thinking about it. Well, I... the main sort of thing that I've come to realise was that loneliness plays a big part in how you feel. Mm. Um... I didn't quite realise how sort of lonely I got. As Like, I love my housemates and I, you know, I did still see people. It's not the feeling of loneliness where you're literally alone. It's more loneliness inside your own head. So, because right. I was thinking about, like, my grades weren't what I wanted them to be. They weren't bad, but they weren't what I wanted them to be. Um, I'd been feeling, like, sad, just worse and worse over the course of, like, two months and just kind of pushed it aside. But, um... It just hit me when I didn't get a grade I wanted, like, last. And I was like, you know what? I'm not happy here. I don't want to do this. Like, sometimes uni isn't for everyone and it takes you something to realise. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that your mental health should come before anything. And I felt very sad to the point where I was drifting into a place I didn't want to drift into again. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> uni was the root cause of that. And I had to figure that out myself. But I've realised that... I weighed out how I'd feel if I did leave and yeah. that it would make me feel worse in the long run because I'm 
almost done with my second year. Like, I've got a year left. I would have kicked myself in teeth if I had left yeah. now and not got anything from it. Because sometimes you might as well just just stick, stick it out. Through. Not stick it out. That sounds like kind of neggy, but like you never know. Like you could have a complete change of mindset. Mm-hmm. This might kick you up the ass, to be honest, and be like, okay because I've had this low point in university almost wanting to drop out, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let that happen again. And you might surprise yourself and, yeah. you know, graduate really good grade and be really happy with how you spent your last year. Exactly. All it took was I needed to come home for a sec. And the be- the thing that helped me the most was I took a couple of days out to just not think about university. Mm. I came home and I went to see my friends and we had a night out and I just took a couple of days to like, de-stress myself from the whole situation not think about it and then when I came back to it I had a refreshed mind and I was like look I was just feeling so down and that was literally invading all of my thoughts Mm. but when I took myself out of it for a bit and then came back to it with a fresher mind it makes you think a lot clearer you took yourself out of the situation because Mm -hmm. I feel like you weren't going to be able to reflect or think about it if you Mm -hmm. were currently still there you needed to get away from uni Mm -hmm. get home where like that wasn't at the forefront of your brain mm-hmm. and really think about it which was obviously good that that you did that and I think mm-hmm. sometimes I remember this happened to me at uni I'd get like I'd get a paperback or whatever or I did drama and theatre studies so I didn't do that many essays but um I'd get like a grade back on something that I thought I'd done really well on mm-hmm. and to me that would literally cloud the whole of my degree and I'm like I'm mm-hmm. shit I don't want to do this anymore because of this one grade mm-hmm. and sometimes you just get a little bit in your head and you have to take yourself out of the situation and be like chill out exactly like I went to my faculty and they were looking at my grades with me and she literally sat me down and was like you're doing well like mm. it you know because you did I didn't get what I expected but I still got a good grade I was like no that's not good enough but my biggest biggest advice is if you are in a mindset where you think nope this isn't what I want to do but because you're in that mindset you're gonna be set on it and you won't change it mm-hmm. my biggest advice is to literally just for a day for even an hour if you don't have the time take yourself from the situation do something completely different don't think don't talk about the situation just take your whole mind out of it yeah and then when you revisit it you will have a different mindset because you'll be more str- mm-hmm. like less stressed you'll you won't be in the mindset of no I don't want this I really don't want this yeah so literally my biggest advice is just for even an hour just even if it's just going to like a coffee shop and Uh like just sitting there and thinking Uh just thinking is so important and I think sometimes thinking gets a little bit lost like you're like oh you like think about it but like you don't actually think about it but I think it's really important to actually sit there and be like okay how exactly am I feeling about this situation Mm -hmm. but a lot of time people are like oh I did think about it and it's like no did you Mm -hmm. I think that's important cool 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 that got deep real quick (laughs) but no it's nice to reflect on situations and obviously I like to talk about kind of real things that happen to me or whoever's on my podcast Mm -hmm. because someone out there will be relating and it's nice to hear it from someone else like I've always said sounds really shitty but when someone else is going through the same shit time I'm going through like it it comforts me that someone Mm -hmm. else is feeling that way yeah um but yeah that That's, you know, I don't know. Nothing's really going on in my life. Um, went back to work after taking quite a... Yeah, have you spoken about your surgery on your podcast? I have. I mentioned it last week in my last week's podcast. Oh, my... Did you hear that? My that wrist click. just clicked. That was loud. Jeez, I wonder if I picked that up. That wasn't. Um, yeah, I mentioned it in my last podcast. And obviously, I've got YouTube videos regarding the whole situation. Um, but yeah, I took some time off work. I pretty much took, I'd say, like, a month off. Mm-hmm. It was, like, two weeks 
fully off sick pay and then I was very flaky for the next two weeks but I was working from home but like not really going into the office because I was just feeling like shit Mm -hmm. um yeah so I'm back at work I'm shattered like my body is recovering Mm -hmm. from like the surgery so I'm literally constantly shattered but um it's all good it's all Gucci we're on the move we're on the mend that's so good um but yeah so today um so today we are going to talk about what we're talking about well we don't know well we do know we were texting about what to talk about today did you pick that okay yeah should we say it after three which one i don't know let's see if we think the same thing one two two, three three. long distance relation (laughs) (laughs) they can kind of go like hand in hand yeah they go hand in hand yeah yeah no put your hand in my hand oh oh sorry they can't see yeah so long distance relationships we'll just talk about relationships explain sort of we are in different sort of long distance mine isn't as long mine <laughs> like really at all but it, it kind it is like it's still like you could you could <clears throat> classify it as a long distance because you you're at uni he's at home mm-hmm. but I'm 20 minute half an hour yeah. sort of drive but away for the sake of this video and obviously it's still you know you, this this still like the situation is still the same mm. kind I've been in two long distance relations well mm. I was in a relationship at uni Mm -hmm. this is what I was trying to say Mm -hmm. um and that was three hours away and now my relationship um with my boyfriend now with Ben he lives in a different place to me so he lives around two hours mm, an hour and 20 minutes on the train sort of two hours in a car but I class that as long distance because we both work nine to five during the week Mm -hmm. and we don't see each other during the week because of that, because we work in our own hometowns. So we only see each other at the weekends. And sometimes we don't even see each other at the weekend. So it'll be like every other weekend. So like, it's not as frequent as I want. And it is a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so where should we start? It's quite... A- so I think we should start with the whole uni thing. Okay. So my di- my relationship, like, like we said, he's only like a half an hour drive mm-hmm. away. But he does work every day. And I'm at uni every day. And we do only see each other once during the week and then on the weekends. Uh-huh. Given that's still a fair amount, but to me, you know, I'm quite a clingy person. You could You'd say. like to see him every so day. He, yeah, we yeah. They're needy. <laughs> fuck, guys. But um, to me, I was single my first year of uni, pr- pretty much my whole first year. Yeah. Um, but during this time, I was still in love with my ex. <laughs> Anyway, um, but so that was kind of like taking over my whole like boy aspect of yeah. life. Although I did, you know, meet some people. Um, Messed around, fondled oh, around. <laughs> fondled. I absolutely hate the word fondled. Why it. did I say fondled? You find, you find that the more sort of people you try and pick up that loneliness from and feel that lonely part of your life, the more lonely you'll get. Yeah. So I, you know, started off in that mindset because... Obviously, I didn't shag around. I'm not slut shaming myself here. You can shag around, but <laughs> you can if you want. No if to. you want to get your pee pee, why, why, why? Not, I don't have a pee pee. If you, if you want to get your poo nanny, if out, you want to get then your go for it. Cuddle, cuddle, then go for go it. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, you know, I'm not shaming that whatever. No, whatsoever. But um, I did attempt to like you know fill that void th- of loneliness with random what with boys. <laughs> and it made me feel worse yeah so does. I ended up just giving up on that and I actually found someone and started seeing him and he turned into a who's not that? a nice person I'll block his name up oh he was turned out to be you know not great but you learn mm. live and you learn yeah um 
So being single first year of uni, I agree, is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you should because, especially if you're moving away, because it's a new group of people that you've never met before. They don't know you. You don't know them. I think being single first year of uni, I'd recommend, personally. No, I agree. No shade to my boyfriend now. I'm so happy I'm in a relationship and I'm so happy I found him and I found him towards like the end of my first year. Mm. And I'm so happy I found him. And I feel like that's sort of the time where you can settle down and grow up and things, you know, change and happen. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm going to contradict. I'm going to throw a spanner in the works. Is that the right mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I think personally, I'm so glad I was single for the whole of university. Um, and I also think, you know, I'm saying this lightly, I think it also depends on the person you're with and the relationship. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that me and my ex went into uni fully like we weren't in a strong good place when I went into uni in the first place and I think we went into uni basically already on the road to breaking up so uni I think was just you know you know was the cherry on the top of a really bad cake Mm -hmm. (laughs) um like we went into uni fully on the road to breaking up I think and uni really was what kind of uni was what triggered us to break up I think Mm -hmm. it it made it showed his true colors it showed my true colors it showed that we weren't meant to be together Mm -hmm. and long distance especially when you're in that that kind of place in a relationship so add the long distance aspect add the aspect we were at uni and add the aspect that we were a toxic relationship at the Mm -hmm. time for me just didn't work like yeah I didn't have the experience I wanted to have in first year because I was in a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. so like you had it like third and second (laughs) yeah like I wouldn't go out because my boyfriend at the time um yeah I wasn't allowed out because he'd be like oh I need to FaceTime for like four hours a night yeah so like I wasn't allowed out because he'd be like we need FaceTime for four hours and then I like neglected so many different opportunities in first year because I had a fucking boyfriend and like shit boyfriend a shit boyfriend and it was also like this is gonna sound really like I don't know, bitchy, like quite shitty of me, but uni and being in a shit relationship and going out, I was like, I'm ready to be single. Like I've been with the same guy. I've only slept with this this one guy. I'd only like, not even that, but I'd only had all my experiences with one person. I was like, and because we were in a bad place, it was really, re- it was really making me see that I wanted to experience being at uni and being young mm-hmm. and having all these experiences before I was really ready to settle down. Mm-hmm. And uni for me, you know, and I think, the fact that we were long distance really affected my first year. I don't know if it would have been different if I got into a relationship in my first year and I was at uni with that person. Mm-hmm. It might have been different, but I, I don't know. And I think it, it all depends on the situation, the person you're with, and a hundred percent, like yeah. <clears throat> completely, like going off your point. Like, wait, there, I'm just gonna open. Oh, oh my god! Uh- <laughs> Sorry. I've only recently discovered the white Kinder... Well, I've never eaten a Kinder Bueno in general before. I've just discovered the white Kinder Buenos and it is rocking my world. Mm -hmm. Anyway, carry on. My boyfriend came into my life like end of second year. First year. End of first year. And at that point I'd been single like two and a half years. And I was very much ready for a relationship. I said to myself when I went to uni that I was going to get with somebody who was up there. Because I don't do distance um but showed up Ryan and that all changed you know he Mm -hmm. rocked my world quite literally uh, and I got with him and it's worked out perfectly and 
I think it's also depends on how long you've been single or how long you've had like a single mindset like you being in a toxic relationship mm-hmm. probably had that mindset mm-hmm. within the last year of your relationship mm-hmm. like it all depends how long you've been single and how ready you are for a relationship I think yeah like my friend currently she's in her first year of uni and she's restarting her first year soon and her boyfriend broke up with her recently and I said to her you're in your first year like be single this boy's a dick as well like I was like if anything uni is the it's like I said you're at your prime time mm -hmm. right now like it's like the best time to go through a breakup because I mean for me like I am so glad I went through my breakup at uni because one I mean even though whilst I was in it I thought it was the worst thing in the whole world I thought Mm -hmm. I was about to die Mm -hmm. I thought I was never going to find anyone else Mm -hmm. ever again but now I reflect on it, that really was the best place to be. Because one, I was like fucking miles away from him. So I didn't have to ever bump into him on a night out. Like, I didn't have to worry about seeing him. I didn't, like, it was super easy to get over it because I didn't have to see him. And also two, you're around friends all the time. Like, I was living in, so I was actually, so the whole of my first year I was with my ex. And it was awful, the worst thing. All we did was argue and fight and just treat each other like shit. Mainly from him. But, um, so I broke up, I went into my second year single and, um, I was living in my house with all my friends. It's like the perfect time. Like Mm -hmm. you're around people 24 (coughs) seven, you're miles and miles away from the fucking twat. And you've also like got a whole fucking array of guys to help you get over Mm -hmm. them. So like, it honestly is anyone who's going into, is at uni and is going through a breakup. Just remember you were in the prime place Mm -hmm. for it. You'd rather that than be at home Mm -hmm. and go through a breakup so thrive off it my friends thrive I've put a few posts up on my Instagram sort of asking what people want to hear me talk about and a lot of them have been regarding long distance relationships right um so I think I think what we should talk about is just kind of our opinions on long distance relationships Mm -hmm. how we've made them work when they don't work Mm -hmm. um stuff like that and just kind of go with that and try and help people out with some of our wise advice from all of the experience we've had um my relationship again isn't as long distance as Izzy's but it is still a form of I guess mm -hmm. so you know whoever you listen to just know that mine isn't as long distance but still still Still. It's, oh, is that your point? That's my point. <laughs> I thought you were going to go into some really deep <laughs> chat then. And I've also got some questions that um, last year I put a post up just asking for some long distance relationship type questions mm-hmm. that we're going to answer in this podcast as well. That's cool. I mean, don't listen to us. My my advice <laughs> is always shit. And also I never practice what I preach. So I come across as this like wise, like Buddha, like mm. creature, like rolling through the I don't know what I'm trying to say. Forest. Forest with a big cloak. Like, come to me, my <laughs> children. I will f- I will teach you the teachings of life. I will teach you the Izzy Bible. But, like, I don't do what I say. So, like, no. take everything I say with a pinch of salt. It all depends on how who you are as a yeah, person like, at the end of the day. Just y- kind of take the advice that you feel is closest to you. Yeah, and you might listen to my podcast and be like, this bitch chats fucking shit Mm -hmm. but then some of you might be like oh my god she is speaking to my soul Mm -hmm. so just take it as you will yeah so in terms of long distance relationships there's obviously ways you can make it work and there's ways that it can fail Mm -hmm. for me personally I I'm not gonna lie to you I do 
hate the fact that I'm in me a long too. distance relationship. Oh, me too. Me too. Like it's not swings and roundabouts. It's not. And no. I'm I'm needy, but in a different way to Alice. Like mm. <laughs> I think me and you are very different in terms of the way we are in a relationship. Yeah. The way we are with people. Like mm-hmm. I'm a very closed book. I don't really like sharing my relationship. Like I, this is no this is no like tea. Like if you're I love seeing happy couples all over social media mm-hmm. I fucking love it but that's not me mm-hmm. and like yeah obviously occasionally I like to post a picture of like me and my boyfriend and like post a story and whatever that's not what I'm saying but I'm not the type to constantly post and that's fine if you are like <laughs> cool I love it I love seeing happy people mm-hmm. and I feel like Alice is definitely that yeah I'm a hundred percent that because I think it all depends again linking to past relationships mm-hmm. my ex and me he never really showed me off and I'm a very affectionate person um my boyfriend now is more affectionate than me um mm. so I like posting what I've got because I'm really like not saying you're not but I'm so proud of it and I'm so like I'm such a showy person like I can't I can't help it mm-hmm. but yeah I think I'm just a lot more emotional than you when it comes to relationships yeah. or I think, anything really I think the way I see it is I like a private relationship mm-hmm with every now and then a little bit of subtle flexing. Mm. Like, that's my way of doing it. Like, I like if I was with someone who was showing me off all the time, like, obviously Ben is, but in his own different ways. Like, Ben's not a social media person as mm-hmm. it is, so, like, it's just not going to happen. Um, but, like, if they were, like, I'd fucking love it. Of course I would. Any girl would love it. But I'm also equally okay with it not not really happening because I like it every now and then. I like it, don't get me wrong. It, don't get me like, wrong. Like, if I post a story or a pic or, like, I tag him in the story, mm-hmm. I'm like, you better share that on your fucking yeah. story. Yeah. Like, but, um, like, I don't care. Like, it's not that deep. But, um, what was I I don't post, point? like, every five seconds. I'm not one of those girls. But, no. like, you know, I'm, I don't share every sort of aspect of my relationship everywhere. No, I some, do things agree, are some things are private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every now and again, more so than you, I would post you know just a picture being like oh you know he's great <laughs> but I think yeah in terms of long distance relationships because me and my boyfriend now we've been together for like a year and seven or eight months I am now getting to the point where I get like I'm ready to step up mm-hmm. and I hate the fact that I only see him like either every weekend or like every other weekend like that's not enough for me like I have now found the person I want to spend the rest of my life with cringe I know like grab your buckets be sick in it do whatever you want like vom away but like I I'm with that person and I get so like this is probably something I get quite like depressed about is like I get so down that I can't spend as much time Mm -hmm. and quality time of the person I love because of the situation because we both live at home we met at uni so we don't live in the same towns mm-hmm. we both work full time time <laughs> time so we can't spend that quality time with each other and that's what gets me down I'm like it's not enough I only live once I'm wasting mm-hmm. so much time I want to spend all my time I can with the person I love and that's what gets me down about long distance relationships because I just feel like I'm not spending that quality mm-hmm. time with him. I don't know if you... Yours is obviously a bit different because you, you see him a lot more. Um, and obviously you have, like, even in the summer holidays and stuff, you yeah. see him more. Yeah, Whereas, yeah. like, for me and my boyfriend, the same thing happens because we both work full-time and not at uni or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, even in the holidays, we don't see each other because we work. Whereas Alice, obviously, is a bit luckier. I do work. I have a she job. She works. But, like, <laughs> I'm saying, like, it's a lot easier for you to see each other in the evenings. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, 
whereas um, we don't have that so that's kind of that's kind of my mindset about it at the moment and that's what I'm really struggling with mm-hmm. um but it's not it's nothing to do with the relationship like no. we're great like it's the mm-hmm. best relationship I've ever had and I just because of that I'm like I really want to spend all my time with you that I possibly mm-hmm. can um but yeah that's how I feel about about long distance relationships at the moment but then like on the flip side I think having this space to do your own thing is very important yeah and I feel like having this distance is helpful towards that I think Mm -hmm. as much as you know I could spend every day with my boyfriend it's nice to be able to go away do your own thing and come back and just talk to have your own lives and like 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 we said in one of our podcasts (laughs) that was my hand my hand she just let one rip my hand Anyway, like we, like, sweaty hands. like we said in another podcast, it's important to have your own friends and it's important mm, to have your own hobbies totally. and, you know, separately. Um, and I think distance sort of does help that in a way. Yeah. Not saying that relationships that don't have distance are No, bad, no, no. But like... I think it's good for like, I think the way we've done it is good. Like the first year or so mm-hmm. is long distance. Like as much as I would choose it not to be, mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm glad the circumstances are the way they are because like, yeah. yeah, we have our own lives. We come to each other at the weekends and like we catch up about the week. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it's super healthy like to not be up each other's buttholes. Like, Definitely. I mean, you can 100%. in a, you know, you can in a, in a oh, wink you know, way if you want to. You know, cheeky um, finger. Cheeky finger, cheeky, cheeky bum sex. Cheeky but finger. in the kind of like metaphorical sense, like it's mm-hmm. good, it's good to have that distance because Definitely. I think, and also, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Is that the saying? <laughs> I make up so many sayings. Am I making that? Absence makes the heart, absence, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, like, um, as much as I hate missing I him, like, so much. it's so nice. And I feel like it's actually kept, I don't know, I feel I like it's it... a really good thing to have gone through in the first year to not, to be long distance, mm-hmm. to really, really love that person. Like, I feel like I've loved, I don't know what I'm trying to say, like, I've not seen them as much as, like, I would have if, like, we had seen each other every day, we're in the same town. So the fact that, I love him as much as I do over a long distance relationship. Like for me, this just feels real and it's so strong and genuine Mm -hmm. because I've also had to do the long distance and Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I I know exactly what you mean. I just feel like as well that it's healthier to avoid arguments. Yeah. Because I think if you're like, I know I love my boyfriend, Ryan. I know you're listening. I love you. But when you spend with anyone friends family anyone when you spend so much time with mm. one person it things start to annoy you and i think things start to pick at you and there's more to argue about and i feel like you get fucked off yeah. with each other easily so up. i feel like spending some time apart is really healthy mm. and it's really good to avoid arguments but then could that also be like a negative because sorry I'm not trying to turn this into a negative but these are just things I worry about through Mm -hmm. going through a long distance relationship like you're not seeing each other to your full potential so then when you do move in with each other it's like fuck like you yeah you're gonna see their true selves 24 7 but then you sort of have to think about you when you move in together well I know this for me and Ryan and probably for you and Ben you both go and do your jobs in the mm-hmm. day and then just come back to each other in the evening. And that's sort kind of how of it is because you have a phone call in the evening. You know, yeah. it's not quite the same, but I feel like it would, wouldn't would be as intense as if you both moved out and didn't have a job and just spend every day Yeah, together. that's true. Um, I just, I do think as well, like growing up is a big part of it. Like 
I think in both non-distance and distance relationships, the one thing that is so crucial is communication. Oh, it's the biggest thing. It's the biggest thing to make. In general, like we said this before, communication is one of the most important things just in general in a relationship. Mm -hmm. But think of how important it is in just a like, you know, normal distance relationship. Think of that 20 times squared. Mm -hmm. It's that important in a long distance relationship. Communication in the sense of you have to speak to each other. Like, Mm -hmm. like, it's not as easy as in like when you're seeing each other all the time, like you can kind of, you don't have to speak all day. But like, I'm not saying you need to be texting 24 seven, but you need, especially with me, like I was, I did a, um, a love language test the other day. And one of mine was like quality time. So obviously we're not getting as much quality time as we'd like to, because we're in a long distance relationship. Mm -hmm. But just having that, like scheduling in a FaceTime call every couple Mm -hmm. of days a week, even just like, you know, a little cool. So me and my boyfriend, we will chat like on our way to work in the mornings, sometimes on our lunch breaks. And mm-hmm. then we try and have a call like every other night. Mm-hmm. And I think like that's so important because you're not seeing those persons, but you, I still need mm-hmm. them. And for me, a text isn't enough. Like mm-hmm. I need to hear their voice. I need to see mm-hmm. them on FaceTime. Like even communication though, alongside that, like effective communication. Mm-hmm. So like, yes, talking, but say you're sat in your room and room like, away from them and you start to feel lonely or you start to feel you know anxious or something just let them know I think especially in a long distance it's so important to keep each other in the loop with your feelings yeah a hundred percent because because you're not there to know exactly you need to like because then I know don't I'm guessing it's the same with you. The minute you tell your boyfriend, oh, I'm feeling a bit anxious, he'll ring you or he'll talk to you or he'll make sure you're okay, settle you down and then you'll be fine again. Because I feel like if you just don't communicate and don't tell your partner how you're feeling, then feelings will build up and because you're alone and he's not there to reassure you, it could spiral. Mm. I feel like effective communication is so, so important in a relationship. I agree. I think communication in general is like the big Mm -hmm. goals ring. (laughs) Like. Mm -hmm communication is just it's important with everything like friendships like communication trust one of the um questions that I got asked when I put an Instagram story up was I struggle to trust my boyfriend because we're long distance I never know what he's going to be doing Mm -hmm. um which is I understand like I do understand why they would feel like that yeah and it is a lot I I trust my boyfriend 100% so like Mm -hmm. I've not definitely now I I don't worry about that but it's not no. even like I know what I know what this person means because it's not even that you don't trust them because you do no. but you're just because you're not there with them and you mm-hmm. don't really know their life when you're not th- you do but like you're, you're not yeah. with them 24/7 I can see why people might feel like that 100%, and I think yeah. this is why it's important and I've said this to my boyfriend before like to keep me in the loop with what you're doing Mm -hmm. so like let me know your home safe yeah you know so my boyfriend isn't like big on like going out like he doesn't like go out nights out that much and stuff like that but then when he does like say he goes on a pub crawl or whatever I'm like keep me updated in each pub like make sure you're okay like I'm not asking for him to have a full-blown conversation with me it's just like okay so I'm here now like we're just in this club now or like just doing this Mm -hmm. and then text me when I'm home so to me that's how we gained that trust yeah and like of course trust is you know trust is earned and I went into my relationship with zero zero trust Mm -hmm. because I had been fucked over really badly and 
like it's not that I he he had didn't do and he never has done anything for me to not trust him but it's just something it is earned especially if you don't have trust with people if you find trust really hard yeah. and that is the way to kind of earn that trust when they're keeping you in the loop and telling you everything about their day and like you know where they are mm-hmm. like I'm not being like a psycho stalker like, I don't want to like I'm not being like okay now I'm turning into now I'm turning into blah blah road yeah. now I'm like here mm-hmm. now I'm there like that's not what I'm asking mm-hmm. for but like that's how trust is earned if like you struggle with it yeah and if they're not there isn't that effective communication it is going to be a little bit hard when you're long distance because yeah you don't know what's going on yeah and I completely understand where this person was coming from I do understand um a way to overcome it I guess um again like we said learn to just communicate with each other Mm -hmm. and just keep people in the loop um like you said trust is earned and I feel like it does take a while to earn it and you have to prove a few points but Mm. I just kind of come to the conclusion that you know I love this person they love me I just have to learn to trust like sometimes it's not on the other person to validate your feelings sometimes you have to validate your own like my boyfriend like yours I trust with my whole heart like he would never ever it's not always on your partner you have to try and come to this conclusion yourself and I've always thought you know what if somebody ends up cheating on me they clearly didn't love me enough in the first place and I want to be with somebody who loves me that's definitely something I've since being older like if you know I did this if we're talking about this like five years ago I'd have such a different mindset Mm. I'm like like obviously she's being cheated on is devastating Mm -hmm. like I couldn't I've never been cheated on but I couldn't I couldn't imagine like what it must feel like but I'm definitely in that mindset now with like yeah if they cheat on me that shows me exactly who that Mm -hmm. person is and I don't want that energy in my life so obviously I'm going to be hurt but they didn't love me they're lost I want to be with somebody who loves me yeah and wouldn't do that to me exactly um another question that I've got asked let me just get up the questions I'm also going to eat my other half of the kinder bueno let me just take a bite of my kinder bueno wow mm, ASMR it's finest what tingles I really do want to start an ASMR tingles podcast mm. what I call it is in uh, ting it is mm. tingle bell like because you look like tinkerbell thank you tingle tingle bell we'll put a pin in that and come back to that podcast idea yeah, yeah another question that I got asked is what are the signs that a long distance relationship isn't working neither of us have received those signs yet, no so it's kind of hard to say but from a objective point of view <laughs> um I'd say again lack of communication Mm. if they start kind of going dead for a few hours if they you know aren't as intrigued to ask about your day they aren't getting excited to see you Mm -hmm. at the weekends or whenever Mm -hmm. you do see them they don't make plans with you Mm -hmm. um like it sounds really stupid but like when they're like I can't wait to see you at the weekend it's like oh I'm like I'm getting tingles Mm -hmm. in like not in like the clip but like (laughs) in the I mean like I mean (laughs) like I'm like it makes me I don't know, like, I still get butterflies. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. Like, and I still me get, too. like, not nervous, but I'm still, like, super excited mm-hmm. when I'm on the train to my boyfriend's each weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, it's that, like, those little, like, those words to reassure you that they're missing you. Like, when they tell you that they miss you during the week, mm-hmm. or, like, they're like, oh, should we do this at the weekend? It's like, okay, they're thinking about the weekend and yeah. seeing me. And also, I think <clears throat> if you're long distance and you're arguing a lot, that's just oh. bad Yes. That's just bad, man. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like 
you shouldn't be arguing if you're hardly seeing each other. Yeah. And I know, like, I'm not saying, like, they're little bickers, because sometimes when I miss my boyfriend, I get angry, and then I maybe argue, not argue, but, like, mm-hmm. sometimes I can be, like, I can take things out on him because I miss him. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, different. Like, if you're arguing over, like, everything, when you're not even seeing each other that much, like, surely that's a red flag. Oh, 100%. Like, I understand, like, if you're constantly living with each other 24-7, you're bickering, arguing, I mean... There is, a, you know, a balance. You shouldn't be arguing all the time, but a little bit of arguing now and then is healthy. See, that leads me to a conversation. Okay, go. Because I love me and my boyfriend had this conversation in the car the other day. I asked him, do, see, do, my you think, do you think arguments in a relationship is healthy? It's, is, is, is a key aspect to a healthy relationship. Mm. Having a few arguments. I said no I think no arguments is healthy I understand like you said bickers you know if you have a little tiff like not not raising your voice just sort of getting a bit agitated yeah but arguments I don't feel like when people are like oh arguing's normal I'm like no it's not no it's not like you can sit down and talk to each other you don't need to argue raising your voice Mm -hmm. does nothing I agree and I think I would say like we, me and my boyfriend have had probably one argument in our whole relationship and the the good thing and I think the healthy thing about me and my boyfriend is we have had issues and we have sat down and spoke about, and spoke about them mm-hmm. and then they're dealt with exactly effective communication mm-hmm. that's so important like me and Ryan have had haven't had an argument yet you know crossing my fingers right now um but yeah we because any issue that's risen we've gone right let's sit down let's talk about this and get over it together Mm -hmm. and we have and we didn't need to raise our voice we didn't need to shout at each other didn't need to call each other names we didn't need to do anything and I just don't get when people are like oh loads you know arguments are normal like they're needed for a healthy relationship I'm like no they're not no they're not not at all. I don't think arguing's healthy. Like, obviously, yeah, bickering. Like, but I bick- you bicker with everyone. You bicker yeah. with your friends. Mm-hmm. You bicker. You bicker with people you're close to, mm-hmm. just because. And also, no one's always on the same wavelength. Like, you're gonna bicker. Like, that's just natural. Yeah. But yeah, full full blown arguments are not healthy. Like, you shouldn't be full blown arguing with your partner unless, like, I understand it's a little bit different when you're older and living with each other and you've got a lot more stresses in your life. But, like, why? Like, we're, like, young. Why Why are we having full-blown arguments mm-hmm. right now? Like, yeah. we've got no responsibilities, no issues. Like, we shouldn't be having full-blown mm-hmm. raising your voice arguments. Like, no. clearly there's issues, underlying issues if you are, mm-hmm. constantly especially. Yeah. I'm going to do the last question um, that was asked me on Instagram because this podcast is getting long and I need to sleep because I'm not sleeping. I need to edit this podcast Who as well. sleeps nowadays? Yeah, I'm what is sleep? Sleep is so 2012. <laughs> so the last question is, so me and my boyfriend are long distance mm-hmm. and he has a best girl mate who he oh, met from uni. They live going. in the same town. Okay. So he sees her during the week a lot. Right. I know I shouldn't get jealous, but I do because I only get to see him at the weekend and he's spending all of his time with her in the week and he sees her more than me. Is this fair for me to get jealous and bring it up to him? I'm going to let you answer this first. Oh, gosh. Why is it always left to me? Um, yes and no, first of all. Yes and no, because it depends. Obviously, you haven't gone into detail as um, as to what... How close they actually are. Yeah. And also, I know this person, and I know that 
she has been with she also met him around the same time as he met this other girl right so he met them both at the same time at uni obviously it happened that she lived in I think she lives about two hours away from him obviously I'm not going to put your name in but you'll be listening um she lives two hours away from him but him and this girl met at uni and bonded over the fact that they live, live in the same town right and then they remained friends they hang out during the week now I get why you're jealous. It's difficult because you're long distance and mm-hmm. you physically cannot spend time with your boy. And I too would have an issue, but I yeah. don't know if it's a... You know what? You know what I would do? If you and your boyfriend are super healthy, you love each other, you care about each other as much as you think, I would just sit down and be and 100% honest. Him. Just be like, look, Keith. He's not called Keith, but look, Keith. I see that you're spending a lot of time with Becky and I love Becky and I think she's a really cool girl and I'm I'm not trying to stop you two hanging out and being friends but it's super hard for me because you're spending your time with another girl and I really wish it could be me but obviously I can't see mm-hmm. you Keith and his reaction will be your answer yeah the way he responds if he's way- just like Oh my god, Charlotte. Fucking, fucking suck it up, Charlotte. Like, you know, we're just friends. We're just friends. I think if he's like, we're just friends, mm-hmm. that to me would plant in a seed. Like, are you friends? Because what I didn't mm-hmm. say, I didn't say that I think you're anything more than that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, I get sad that I can't spend more time with you. Mm-hmm. But if he jumps into, we're just friends, like, I'd be like speaking from experience that's a bad line yeah that li- that's a lie <laughs> because if you've not planted that seed if you've not been like if you're just literally like, like I'm sad that you get to spend you know loads of time with mm-hmm. um Becky you're not saying like are you and Becky having an affair you're just saying that you wish it was you and that you're sad about it mm-hmm. but if he's being like we're just friends to me that would be like he's guilty about something mm-hmm. that's how i'd read it i don't know mm-hmm. no i agree i think that his like i said his response will determine your answer mm-hmm. so if he responded with like oh we'll, we'll try and find a middle ground we'll like i'll meet you a bit more or i'll see her you know a little bit less yeah. or you know we'll all meet together or you know if he tries to find some sort of middle ground and help you out as well as still seeing his friend because that's what you want yeah then that to me is your answer that nothing's to worry about like everything's going great he's trying to help and he doesn't mean to do this on purpose yeah because everyone has insecurities and everyone gets sad about different mm-hmm. things like you're valid to have that reason to get sad about it like exactly of you everybody is entitled to feel sad about whatever they feel yeah. sad about when people i just find it so stupid like if you're sad about something you have the right to feel sad about that yeah because you're sad like exactly you don't you don't choose to be sad. You're not like, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend to be sad today. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're sad, something has clearly affected you, mm-hmm. and that person who has, even if they're not consciously making you sad, mm-hmm. they're not consciously trying to piss you off. And even if they don't agree that you should yeah. be sad, you are still sad. Yeah, um, and they should be like, look, honey bear, I'm so sorry I made you upset. Look, like, like bubblegum, look, my pop. absolute cutie booty bear cake, like. I've made you sad. I'm so sorry. Like, talk to me. How can I make it better? Like, I'm like, you're you're not looking for like an apology necessarily. You're looking for them to understand why they made you feel that mm-hmm. way. And I think, yeah, that's how I'd, I think we probably just went off on, off or we popped off on that one. But yeah, just sit down and have a conversation with him was the answer to your question. Yeah. Communication, bitch. You know, that's enough of the agony aunts from today. Gibbs Gut Guidance. Gibbs Gut Guidance Clinic. Yeah. Follow open, your guts. That's what we'll end with. Follow your guts. Follow gut. your guts. 
Communication is key, especially mm-hmm. in a long distance mm-hmm. relationship. Being at uni, let's do a little summary. Okay. Summary music. Summary. So, the five takeaway tips for today are Alice, shoot them with number one. Effective communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all bitch. The time. yeah, bitch. Number two. Number two, we've got sometimes being at uni when you're single can be the funnest time of your life. Mm-hmm. Don't cry if you're going through a breakup at uni. Thrive upon it, girls and boys. Mm-hmm. Number three, hit them with the three. Oh, Go on I quick, have one. under pressure, under pressure, what was under the pressure, third one we under just pressure, said? under pressure. Um, um, follow your gut. Follow your gut. Follow your If you have gut. a feeling, link back to point one. Communicate yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Number point four. number four. If you're sad, be fucking sad. You're allowed to be sad, mm. and no one should tell you that you cannot be sad, and you shouldn't have to validate your reasons for any other bitches, girls and boys. Mm. And let's number hit them with the number five. five. I think that. <laughs> What do you think? I think that number five we can go with... I think maybe it should be, if a relationship's right for you, Mm -hmm. then you would know. And you'll be able to get through the hurdles. Exactly. You know, be long distance for a year or two, because then when you move in, it's going to be fucking amazing. Relationships should be putting in your effort, but not they should not themselves be effort. No, they should be easy peasy, lemon Lemon squeezy, not difficult difficult lemon Mm, difficult difficult. that's everything from your two favorite agony aunts Mm -hmm. izzy and alice we're here nine to five monday to friday we also have an out of hours number yeah if you want any out of hours help if you want any out of hours help just drop us a line on the lost gal podcast at gmail.com we will answer all your emails Mm -hmm. i'll share them with alice they're all confidential Mm -hmm. all anonymous like we're not going to pop your name anywhere um yeah if you want to tell us you've got a you know a sexually transmitted disease. I'm not Go going to share it on the Instagram story and be you like... you got pregnant with your boyfriend's brother? Tell us. We'll help you. Us. We'll guide you through. We're free therapists. You can speak to both of us at once on the Gmail or you can, you know, message us individually. Message us. Obviously, you can contact me on the Lost Gal podcast Instagram page or Ismajai, which is my personal account. Mm-hmm. Or, Alice, how can they contact you? Uh, they can contact AML Gibbs at hotmail.com because mm-hmm. I don't really have anything else uh, <laughs> underscore Ali underscore May but M-A-I M-A-I because she's India's underscore yeah that's yeah. my Instagram yeah and yeah basically that's how you can contact us and we are here to help guys I want this to be a weekly a weekly a monthly thing where we're just mm-hmm. going to chat about probably relationships because I feel like that's what we're good at but anything you I guys I heard on the grapevine we might get our boyfriends on a podcast yeah, yeah so maybe get a boy's point of view yeah but yeah so hopefully you've enjoyed this this podcast I feel like it's been a really good I don't know I feel like I've been more myself than I ever have been and yeah I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast I hope you stuck around till the end because it was a cracking episode today mm-hmm. really good episode full of laughs laughter love and light live love laugh live, live laugh live love love. love live laugh love we're like a middle-aged woman's wall <laughs> live laugh love like a middle-aged woman's wall I just dribbled live I'm literally love. dribbling <laughs> I think something's going on with my mouth because I dribble a lot Anyway, guys, we love you all. You'll hear us again soon. You'll hear us again soon. Bye, guys. Peace out.